is episode 201 of the ANU's podcast, a digest and or conversations on anarchist activity, ideas and conversations from the previous week on anarchistnews.org. If you have an editorial you'd like to read or have us read for you, let us know by emailing it to us at podcast anarchistnews.org. What's new this week? Making Aragorn's Anarchism Our Own, from the collective. On the first anniversary of Aragorn's death, this genre mix of memorial and response to Sean Wilbur's series of workshops gives us a selection of quotations from Aragorn in a bunch of categories from nihilism to indigeneity, terror to humor, and asks how readers would make or have made these or other bits from Aragorn part of their own lives and or analysis. It's an ambitious ask, and apparently only a couple of folks were up to the challenge. Thanks, Rosinante and Sean, and honorable mention to Anon, who at least engaged in a conversation. Remembering Aragorn from Crime Think, subtitled a zine, a video, and a poem. Unlike the elegy that Crime Think raced to put out after Aragorn died, this remembrance mostly allows A to speak for himself, highlighting some instances of him doing that. Another instance of Crime Think's amnesia about their part in isolating and demonizing A and his projects but that lack of acknowledgement is part and parcel of the issue that Aragorn was contesting in the first place. Someone tell A's partners to get over morning and do their own memorial project. What the fuck is taking them so long? Anyway, the decades-old video gave me whiplash, but was a nice reminder, and I didn't hate the poem. But don't tell anyone. The Superior Race of Good People from Page of Swords by Jack, which makes sense as Page of Swords seems to be Jack's blog. This is a review of an essay by William Gillis, posted to the anarchistlibrary.org, called Bad People. The piece by Willie is typical of his worst writing, with lots of hand-waving and everyone-knows-this style tactics, frequently with science, TM, as some entirely inadequate camouflage for sloppy thinking. Oh, I already said, typical of his worst writing. Jack does a fine job, both explaining why he bothers to take this piece by Willie seriously enough to thoroughly rebut it, and also thoroughly rebutting it. For example, citing specific quotations and clearly explaining why they are a problem. Quote, Not a lot of ostracizers in leftist spaces take the time to write about it in such detail, nor have the same candor and lack of self-consciousness about what they think. It takes a highly educated white man's confidence to suggest in writing that mathematics prove the existence of bad people. But what I believe is that Gillis is quite good at capturing the theory from which ostracism is the praxis. Ostracism says that getting rid of some people is the solution. This implies a worldview where those people are the problem, not some behavior, not some ideas, some people. And you know, someone has to solve the problem. And that is supremacist thinking." Unquote. I don't know enough about Jack to know if I will appreciate all their writing as I do this, even if it seems wasted on such an obvious tool as WG, but I look forward to finding out. Breaking the Fourth Wall, Revolt in the St. Louis Louis Jail from <laughs> Crime Think, a report about a revolt on February 6th in which prisoners, among other things, busted out windows on the street and were celebrated and supported by passersby and others. There is info about the prisons in St. Louis and of course the reminder that the government only moves towards more repression even when it seems to be doing otherwise. The fourth wall reference in the title was almost clever, but doesn't actually make sense, unfortunately. And the poem in this post has me comfortably hating poetry again. Good job. Philly Skillshare Convergence Call for Submissions from Anon. Okay, people, an event that will happen in Meatspace. You heard it here first. 
Quote, mark your calendar for the weekend of June 11th. This year's Skillshare is a free weekend-long event with the intention of strengthening our individual and collective capacities to survive, grow, heal, build, organize, attack, imagine, dream, and live in anti-capitalist, anti-authoritarian ways. We're looking for people interested in giving skill-building workshops and holding discussions around the theme of liberatory struggle. We generally want workshops to be about an hour long. We are also looking for tablers, unquote. They are also looking for help with various things, including entertainment. Good luck and health to the people who go. A word is not mentioned. The growing anti-curfew movement in Quebec from Anand. A report on increasing skepticism about and resistance to state responses to COVID-19, and a call for a publication on anarchist reactions. Oops, I mean how the left can best organize during these times, quote-unquote. Meh. Check out the publication Nevermore that got linked this week. All the wariness, half the leftism. Police houses arsoned in solidarity with Dimitris Gufendinas from Abolition Media Worldwide. A communique about arson attacks against two cop houses in solidarity with hunger-striking Dimitris. Quote, it does not surprise us that our actions have been completely ignored by the media, which cannot easily admit that, despite the police in the streets and the militarization of daily life, Nea Democratia's fable about order and security established in the Athenian metropolis is collapsing due to dozens of attacks and interventions that try to prevent the plan to exterminate hunger striker Dimitris Koufandinas. The provocative alliance of the media with the far-right government of Nia Demokratia, the tens of millions they have received in exchange for the disinformation, the cover-up, the lies that they propagate at all times, will inevitably bring them to face up to their responsibilities. For the media, freedom of expression means becoming the spokesperson for Nia Demokratia's propaganda, becoming its main lever to manipulate and construct a reversed reality. It means becoming the voice of the homicidal violence of the state and of capital, unquote. Also, arson is a verb. An interview with the Polish Anarchist Federation from the Commoner. Am I the only one who has read way too many of these interviews? What makes an interview worth doing, people? Is it basic fact-finding about a new organization or one new to you? How many times can groups be asked, how is your group organized? What projects are you involved in? How does it work? Oh, and the classic... How do you interact with your communities? Erg. Here are different questions for the next time you want to find out more about some anarchist group. What are controversies in your group? How has your group dealt with them? If you don't know about disagreements inside the group, what do you think that means? Who decided who was going to talk to the reporter for this interview? What is your relationship with other anarchist groups in your area, either past or present? Meanwhile, we have this. Quote, question, how important is security culture to you and how do you help foster it? Answer. It is very important to us. You can understand mostly because of the fascists. Unquote. Oh well. Barricade Bulletin number 12, out now! From dairyanarchists.blogspot.com, yet another aggressively black and red website. And indeed, this publication is all about historic anarchists, Emma, Mujeres Libres, and Kropotkin, and modern-day IWW struggles, so there you go. They're about us. Quote, we are a class struggle anarchist collective organized by and for working class people. As anarchists, we are opposed to all states and institutions and all attitudes and ideologies that stand in the way of equality and the right of all people everywhere to control their own lives and environment. Unquote. So not green then. Really, really not green, apparently. Oh, yeah. And class struggle. Obviously. 
Obviously. Nevermore, Volume 1, February 2021. From Enough is Enough, a printable PDF pamphlet of a variety of anarchist responses to COVID-19 and to the state responses to COVID-19, all of them emphasizing skepticism about doing what the state tells us to do because it's supposed to be good for us. Seems obvious when it's put that way, doesn't it? Another word for settle, a response to rattachement and inhabit from its going down. The story with the most comments this week, this is a rejection of strategy put forth in two publications by tycoonists, one relying on reattaching to the land as a way to live appropriately. Another word for settle, as the title telegraphs, sees this strategy as yet another attempt by settlers to take away from the colonized slashed indigenous folks. Responses to overtures such as the one that Takoon makes generally come down, as they do here, to whether you trust the people who are talking or not. And trust is a squishy term, usually, if not always, subjective, and always hard to be convincing about to someone who doesn't share assumptions. I know people who have made a compelling case against Tikkunistas, both in France and in the U.S. I know other people who admired the efforts of the folks in France, at least. This is, as far as I can tell, one of those situations where the language can cover appropriation as well as what I would call good ways of living. So judging not by the language, but by people's behavior is even more relevant here. Just my two cents. An update on Monica and Francisco, jailed anarchists in Chile. From Anon, this is less of an update despite the title and more of a statement of solidarity, but there is a bit of info about the ongoing trial. Also this from Francisco in August of 2020. Quote, anarchic solidarity must be revolutionary. It must understand that one important way to demonstrate solidarity is to continue to strike. Any action against power is a gesture of solidarity with our comrades behind bars. This kind of solidarity sees anarchists in prison as active comrades in the struggle. It doesn't reduce them strictly to the category of prisoner, but instead understands that prison is simply where power has situated them. Anarchic solidarity reminds the enemy that as long as they jail us, we will continue to attack them without rest. Prison is an inevitability of struggle, unquote. Urgent need for financial support of the anarchist movement in Patras from Enough is Enough. Not entirely clear what folks were doing, but I guess mostly being in the streets. Quote, in the city of Patras from the very beginning of the new lockdown on November 2020, and in the midst of criminal state choices on the pandemic issue, that reached the point of costing the lives of 100 people daily, significant and decisive protests took place. Protests of resistance to the imposition of state terrorism and capitalist brutality in solidarity with all those who fight for life, health, housing, food, education, freedom, and dignity. During the demonstrations, many people who defied state bans and intimidation were beaten by the repressive forces. Political spaces and squats were under attack. Dozens of retaliatory friends <clears throat> Dozens of retaliatory fines were imposed and many people were prosecuted, unquote. There is a link for donations. Announcing the Northeastern Young Anarchist Network, NIAN, from C4SS. Oh, geez. Quote, formed by libertarian socialist members of several broadly leftist student activism groups on college campuses in the American Northeast, NIAN, yes, like that NIAN, they mean a cat, seeks to be a lateral connecting point between anti-authoritarian leftists to discuss the finer points of anarchist theory and debate without the feeling that we must necessarily band together homogeneously to debate or counter-authoritarian leftist views within activism groups. We represent a broad range of ideologies ranging from anarcho-communism to communalism to left libertarianism <laughs> to what Nathan Schneider identifies as anarcho-curiosity and beyond, unquote. 
The name is cute, but they're not even just anarchists. Countdown to leftist incoherence in three, two, one. <gasps> the worker-owned wine bar serving up natural wine with a side of anarchism from Mold Magazine. No, I didn't go look at what Mold Magazine is because you can't make me. Yay, anarchism as a, quote, business model, unquote. Just fucking shoot me now. From punk to indigenous solidarity, four decades of anarchism in Brazil. From CrimeThink. Hmm. Well, CrimeThink does tend to ask better questions in their interviews, or at least more varied ones. But they don't push for better responses. So a question that they asked that I appreciated was, quote, Did punk take a different form in Brazil because of the ways that the racial and colonial context differs from Europe? Unquote. But the answer just said, yes, because racism and colonialism. Obviously, that's a super hard question to address well, but pretending it's been answered when really it was just repeated is almost worse than not asking it at all. Whatever. There are adorable old pics of punks, including in all their spiky-headed glory, and there are questions that demonstrate information about some of the history of Brazil. Of course, we would expect nothing less from CrimeThink. Of course. What? Paula Rupa of Revolutionary Struggle makes statement at her trial from Abolition Media Worldwide. Some very inspiring things have been written and spoken in trials, especially by anarchists. It is an art form that, that <clears throat> it is an art form that tends to be underappreciated. It's possible that with a better translation and some editing, this statement could be one of those. So I hope someone does that. Quote, President, Ms. Ropa, tell us why your crime is political. P. Ropa. We will reach this. I will tell you. I tell you, these are my roots, Mr. President. They are my political roots. My roots go back to ancient Athens to look, Mr. President, what are we are proposing as revolutionary struggle is direct democracy to replace the representative one. We propose direct democracy in the sense that there is a society built on the core of the communes as the ancient Athenian democracy. It was a commune in essence because communes have always existed in the centuries. They also existed in the Middle Ages. The communes formed the free medieval cities, which were a confederation of communes. The people there had autonomy. They also formed constitutions, of which you may have heard. They are the famous charters of the Middle Ages in which they secured the degree of freedom they had toward the aspiring lords, kings, dukes, bishops, that is, both the secular and ecclesiastical lords on what to do and what not to do and how, how far limits of their responsibilities, unquote. Good luck, Ms. Ropa. Audio and video, Adrienne Marie Brown on cancellation, abolition, and healing. An hour and 11 minutes from the final straw. Here, infrequent final straw host Scott talks with Adrienne Marie Brown about, quote, sci-fi, abolition, harm, accountability, and healing, unquote. This is pretty standard transformational justice stuff, talking about healing, accountability, not throwing people away, etc., I did find some points to agree with Marie Brown on, particularly not simply banishing a person for all time if they commit a transgression, despite said transgression's severity. However, most of the conversation is so soaked in love and pushing people to get therapy as the answer to all things that I found it kind of hard to pay much attention. Also, if you go to Adrienne Marie Brown's website, you can quote, become a member and love her back, unquote, for free or up to $10 per month. Mm. Woohoo! Love! love. Money! Octi Budiati on Immediatism podcast, 14 and 6 minutes, respectively, from Immediatism.com. This is two pieces from Indonesian performance artist and anarchist Octi Budiati on individualism, grief, time, and more, told in poetic form. Non-Serbian podcast, 26, Alex McHugh on egoism, mysticism, and anarchist tactics? 
an hour and 27 minutes from non-Servian podcast. Okay, this podcast is kind of wild. As I've mentioned previously, non-Servium is a left-market, Z4SS-aligned podcast that consistently straddles the line between completely asinine and wonderfully bizarre, with this episode tending towards the latter. Apparently, Alex McHugh is a coordinator at C4SS and, quote, interested in mutual aid, civic institutions, and mysticism, unquote, and egoism. If all of that sounds like a strange, somewhat contradictory smorgasbord of ideologies, you're not wrong. Overall, McHugh comes off as someone who is actually putting a fair amount of thought and care into the ideas they're working with, particularly concerning egoism as they lay out a conception of the individual structured by relation and lack. They also talk quite a lot about divinity in a way that kind of sounds like they've just recreated the concept of a soul in the language of a creative nothing, but I feel like giving them the benefit of the doubt in terms of the depth of their thought. Definitely refreshing to hear from an anarchist who seems to embrace and tease out contradiction, rather than holding on to a pure and coherent lowest common denominator politic for dear life. Oh, but maybe just skip the segment on price gouging. Boring. Topic of the week, reflection. In this part of the world, mid-March is the time for planting. Mid-February then is the time for reflecting. Reflecting on what you planted last year, reflecting on how things look today, reflecting on how you might do things differently this time round. Reflecting on whether to carry on at all or to tear it up and burn it down. Now is the time to hold up the mirror and examine ourselves, our perspectives, our experiences time to redress our actions, our projects, the way we've been living. This is all easier said than done. The vulnerability needed for peeling back one's character armor, for deconstructing our carefully put together identities, is not the kind of thing the discourse encourages. Reflection requires a degree of intention that's hard to muster in this world. In my better moments, reflecting conjures up sympathy, empathy. I see a picture of me raising a hand to a friend and seeing the same in response. Other times, it's focused on failures, regrets, things I should have said when I had the chance, places I should have gone. What will you be reflecting on, A News commenters? Will it be a lonely process, one that demands solitude, or one that welcomes friends, strangers, and nuns on the internet? Will, where will these reflections, thoughts, and conversations take us? Will it be a wasted week or a profound new beginning? I'm Lou. I have with me Ariel. Tough one. What do you think? First thoughts? Uh, very first thoughts. Um, part of me is kind of done with reflecting. Yeah. Um, uh, this last year has been a mix of too much, mm. too busy, too much to do, um, lots of new responsibilities, lots of new roles for me to fill. Um, in combination with being in reflection all the time. Yeah. And part of that's emotional motivation. And part of that's, um, we spent a lot of last year looking at what we're doing and why we're mm. doing it and what it means for us to continue doing it. Um, yeah. And uh, 
And then just when you're sad, sadness kind of forces reflection. Um, yeah. At moments. I mean, sometimes it just forces, you know, laying in your bed with the covers over your head. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you could be reflecting. You could be reflecting uh, from, from there as well. Someone in the comments here says the same thing. Yeah. Um, if you're telling me to look at the mirror again, I just have to say no. I do yeah. plenty of reflecting. It's a form of work. Is that how you think of it as a form of work? Yeah, I don't think I did until the last year, but it, yeah. it's, I mean, sometimes it feels like it is because you, um, sometimes just the act of clearing your head to be able to get there is work. And then, yeah. um, you know, you want to be so intentional. Um, and, but, he, and even if you don't, even if you're not in a place where like, well, I, I want to reflect if you, you know, once you realize that, that that's what the moment is and that's what you're doing, then it's all mm. your energy and effort. Uh, so yeah, that's, that, that's my well, comment right there. That's <laughs> well, you, and the alternative would be to just push on, I guess, to just kind of set your face against it and, you know, forward onward. Yeah. 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 Which, uh, yeah, I, I can see why that would be, uh, preferable uh some other people in the comments yeah um I, yeah similar thoughts i i don't know i i've you know maybe had a different different year well we've all had different years um and this was quite a good time for me to pause and to reflect um I would at least to kind of accept this invitation to reflection that the, the, the topic of the week gives us. But I don't know. I don't know if I really, care. you know, if you think kind of New Year, like New Year's resolutions, etc. That that doesn't seem like five minutes ago to me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> although we're coming up to late February now, um, so yeah, I I, I kind of sympathise with with um, the comments of there saying, you know, it's they've they're done with it this is work and they refused their their comment was a refusal um okay so so what were you doing this week then if you weren't uh, if you weren't reflected if you uh, what what's the what are the alternatives to you know holding up the mirror and uh, you know taking a moment what what's what's kept you going forward onward uh well um I'm guessing you know, it isn't. I, I I maybe the context is different where you are, but where I am it's definitely not going out, meeting friends, you know, having a sure. fun time. Right. Um that's not been an option. Um mm. uh my which that's okay. My immediate world um is full of um, most of the most important people to me. Yeah. So uh, that's been bearable. That's been fine. Um, uh, now that we are almost a year in, uh, I'm starting to feel the loss of people who are far away that I, yeah. I I'm not good at keeping in touch with people at a distance. Um, so I, I make sure that I go visit them on a, on a rotation of something that could almost be called regular. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's all kinds of people that I haven't seen in a year, which means I haven't really talked to them very much. Uh, but I also haven't really 
I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about that. Um, uh, death, that in was your, death in your life uh, definitely yeah. reprioritizes things for you, regardless of whether or not you want them to. Um, yeah. Like, I just finally made my last trip to the DMV yesterday mm. uh, to finish dealing with part of Aragorn's life. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, on some level, on some level, I guess it's a it's a welcome distraction, right? Because there's just all these things that have to be done. Yeah. Um, and then you add on top of that, um, now all the things that I'm responsible for in Little Black Heart that were never my job before. Um, and so you just do that, or at least I do. Um, and I don't really like. Uh, mourning and sadness and so it's a really nice distraction from it that you know i don't have time to be sad i have all this stuff to do yeah um and then and on some level the i like the line in the question um in the fourth paragraph uh in my better moments yeah reflecting conjures up sympathy empathy um and I'm not good at empathy. Uh, and so that's, I suppose that is always one of the things that I'm trying to get out of reflection mm-hmm. when it involves other people. Yeah. Um, uh, and the other thing that's been interesting about this year is that my reflection has been far more, Um, It's involved more people Mm. Um, when traditionally in my life, it's a definitely a solitary process. Um, And that's a, that's a welcome change. I, I certainly didn't immediately see it as an opportunity for growth, but I have been enjoying it and trying to pay attention to what I can get out of it um, because other people reflect differently and, see things differently and prioritize things different and want to talk about things different. And that's always, uh, um, yeah, that's a nice process. Uh, that's been a year now, right? It's been a year you've, uh, been, uh, reflecting and, and like you say, you know, um, taking on LBC and all the other million things you've taken on. So that's been a year now. So yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay. So it's funny. I, I, absent friends was was what came to my mind when you know mm-hmm. just, just from the title. But yes, because you know people have um, journeyed on, passed away, died. Um, but also this kind of distance that you know the the twenty twenty and now twenty twenty one has just put between us. You know, between right. uh, other than the, other than the people you live with. Um, especially here, you know, I'm, I'm in the UK and the, the lockdown is, is, it's, there's no getting around it, you know, mm-hmm. as much as some of us have tried, it's just really, um, it, yeah, you are, you are really limited, uh, there, and yeah, there is this, this real distance now between even people who are not really that far away, you know, um, a train journey away, you know, a quick bus journey, even it's just, it's not, it is very different. So it was just, uh, a year ago and like you say you know um 
keeping in touch, which means phoning people, doesn't it? Or sending them a text message or something. It's, it's, it's really, that, there's a distance there. You're not really in touch. Uh, you, you can't touch them. That's, uh, it's not everything is mediated through the technology. And yeah, it's, it's even people who I am in touch with, you know, I, that means I get a text message from them or every other day or something. There's a, dis- there's a real distance there that there wasn't um, a year ago. And which, yeah, that's... Which is right. Yeah. It, it's a, that's a different kind of loss. But it's still it, it's a starting loss. To, it's starting to feel like that, yeah. For Absolutely. a while, I don't know, it was just a temporary. Well, you know, maybe sometimes, you know, like a, a cool down socially is, is, can, sure. can, be quite, can be quite welcome. But, you know, for a year and, and with really no end in sight either. Um, a few multiple of times through the year, we were told that, you know, this is just a bump on the road back to normal. Yeah. Um, and then we're told that again, and then we're told that again, and, the, and, and none of those things seem to be true. And so at some point, um, it, I think people are mourning. I think people are mourning uh, the loss of relationships, the loss of routine, uh, yeah. the, the force into a life that they didn't choose and weren't prepared for. Um, yeah. Uh, and so I don't know how much reflection that has um, forced upon people. Yeah, um, well, that seems to be, you know, if you look at the comments on this topic of the week, that's the theme really is people, yeah, um, but not not so much the kind of like resistance to, to it all that there was, you know, in the summer. And that now it's more like... Um, it's more, it's, it just sounds really sad. Quite a few of, the, mm-hmm. of these comments sound really sad, you know. Um, and I, I, just, I just really hope that kind of, you know, that, that, things, that things do change. Um, because, yeah, there's one here. Um, I reached out to an old acquaintance and I haven't got anything back, but I put myself out there. I mean, there's a whole novel there, isn't there? Just in that one line. But then they're saying, you know, should yeah, I try? Yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I imagine many people have the desire to come out of the woodwork and see if they have something to add to the beautiful project. And that's just so much more complicated now, isn't it, than it was just a year ago to, yeah, come out of the woodwork. I mean, what would that even look like now? Although I do, just Ariel, just to be a bit more positive, I, I do know a few people, a few anarchists who've been a bit more successful than I have in kind of getting people together and doing mm-hmm. things. You know, it's not, it's not like this doesn't happen anymore. It's just, um, it's, it's not immediate like it was. Uh, yeah, it- well, definitely part of the problem, of course, here in North America is that we're trapped in the middle of winter. Um, yeah. But I definitely know like people in Philly who were um, doing uh, group discussions in parks outside uh, yeah. where they could be away from each other and still engage with, with each other. Um, and we'll certainly, you know, as it warms up, as it thaws, uh, mm-hmm. I think that we'll see more of that. Um, but it has been and, you know, people have been in all these book fairs that didn't get canceled. I was just people, thinking of book fairs. Yeah. People tried to figure out, you know, how can we still, how can we still congregate, quote unquote, and how can we be in discussion with each other, um, and use technology to our advantage? Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, Zoom has been a phenomenal thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I attended all of those. So I don't know if you did, Ariel. It's not really. I went um, to several of them. I don't think yeah. I went to all of them. Um, yeah. Like, is it the same? No, but I don't. I don't think that we're looking for the same. I think people are just trying to take advantage of any opportunity to, yeah. uh, you know, break up the loneliness and um, break up the uh, monotony of and to keep and to keep things going, right? To so keep that going. you know, when 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 we can be together again, it's it's not been years and years before, since we've even you know, seeing each other's faces. Um, yeah, I was thinking book fairs, like, I mean, when, you know, that, I don't know, that's a big, that's, you know, that's been a big part of my life for sure. a while now. And, and there's always something to look forward to, you know, there's always one on the horizon here without, you know, without having to travel too far even. And yeah, I just wonder like how, how would that, well, maybe, maybe it would be more outdoors, you know, which wouldn't be a bad thing actually for us to, you know, get out of our boxes and to, and to do these things, you know, out in the sun or the rain or whatever it is. I, I don't, I yeah. Think that might hard, hard to have books in the rain. But. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could have like, like could be like a market stall, you know, with the shelters and everything. I don't know. Yeah. I, I could see it being, I've never been to one like that, but I could see it being, being quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah no, it's, whatever it's the weather, a, not a terrible idea, but you just have to ask yourself is, um, you know, how many people is that going to bring together? And is that is just fundamentally on its own? Is that a good idea in the first place? Uh, but time, you know, will, time will tell, I right, guess. Time yeah. will tell the longer that we have to endure. I think the, the more people are going to be thinking about these things and trying to be creative and, um, trying to find newer, new solutions, uh, better options, um, yeah. uh, to try to, do the things that we want to do. So um, I guess the real question is, uh, what is it going to look like a year from now? Um, mm. Are we going to still be having this discussion or are we going to be talking about all the amazing things that we've gotten to do because, uh, you know, life changed again. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, either way, we could do a different uh Topic of the week, at least. Uh, maybe <laughs> reflect it. The, 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 the next one could just, yeah, this time next year could just be something like uh, onwards, onwards and upwards. Yes. And it could just be tell us all the great things you're doing. Yes. In the near, in the near future, not in the, some kind of distant, like, you know, vague future, but really, what are you really doing this week? You know? Yeah. And, Winter yeah. always brings these melancholy, uh, like forced internal interrogation topic of the week. So I don't understand <laughs> why. I mean, I do, but yeah. So well, we're going to have to definitely make a note to, to do yeah, that. Put, put it on else. the calendar. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, okay, Ariel, um, do you have any last thoughts on this? Um, no, I don't. Thanks for uh, all the people who commented. This was actually kind of one of the nicest batch of comments I've seen in a long yeah. time of people taking the question seriously and kind of putting themselves out there. And um, that was really nice to see. I appreciate I, that. I, I enjoyed them as even though there, there weren't too many, but I, I was missing, there were a few names missing though. Where's the uh, anarchist critic? I wanted to hear their reflections. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe next week. Maybe next um, week. Ariel, thank you very much. Yeah. And thanks for 
for pleasure. Taking, yeah. Thanks for taking care of this while I've been nose to the grindstone, which I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a pleasure, really. I'll speak to you again soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Anarchy Bye-bye. Land. Bye. podcast was sound edited by greg the what's new was written and read by chisel and greg we thank whoever is going to do the topic of the week for doing the topic of the week with us we hope this podcast was useful too and fun for anarchists and the anarchist curious give us feedback and constructive criticism by email at podcast at anarchistnews.org for more information and usually some good commentary see you at your favorite non-secured anarchist site with commentary anarchistnews.org to learn more Anarchism and political books, pamphlets, and other material are available at littleblackcart.com. For news by and or about anarchists, and up to the commentary, see you at anarchistnews.org. And for the Anarchist News IRC chat room, link on A-news. Link on A-news, also the Anarchist News plural, antisocial with three dots. Three dots. You have to guess where they are. There's only three of them. Nerds.